After a big Knicks victory in Cleveland, we are still holding our breath thinking about Jalen Brunson. Jalen Brunson sustained an injury 35 seconds into tonight's game. We'll go over everything. Hit that intro. They're playing basketball. 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 You're listening to the Knicks Nation Podcast. Where we've got all your Knicks needs covered. Puts up a three. Bang! Bang! He ties the game! Now, live from the city that never sleeps, here are your hosts, Anthony and Chris. What is going on, Knicks Nation? We are back for another episode of the Knicks Nation podcast, episode 38. Tonight on this Sunday evening, uh, March 3rd, um, yeah, Chris, literally 35 seconds into the, tonight's game, we were all holding our breath. Jalen Brunson goes down. We still do not know the severity of it. We will keep you guys updated throughout the episode. We will try to walk you guys through it. But Chris, first and foremost, how are you this Sunday evening? I uh, wish I could say great, but, you know, with this uh, Jalen Brunson, you know, going down, like you said, 35 seconds into the beginning of this game against Cleveland, you know, basically what every Knicks fan out there didn't want to happen was hoping didn't happen. And uh, yeah, man, I'm not I'm not feeling great. I mean, I'm, I mean, look, Knicks got a gritty win out in Cleveland. Big win for sure. But I can't help but feel a little bit down at the moment, man. How about you? How are you feeling? Yeah, I, look, big win in Cleveland, man. Boy stepped up. Josh Hart stepped up. McBride stepped up in Brunson's place. Everyone stepped up. Hart and Stein look like his old self. Presses stepped up. Got some great Julius Randle news. Some great OJ Ananobi news. I wasn't even like settled in my chair watch like to to watch this game. Normally, you know, I tweet out the videos on the Knicks Nation page. So I'm, as soon as that happened, I was like, "You've got to be kidding me!" You know, like S five fifty says in the chat, bittersweet with Jalen. Though, look, thirty five seconds into tonight's game, Jalen Brunson seems like he bumps knees before. He attempts his shot, goes up for the jump shot. And then after that, you know, those non-contact injuries. But later on, we, you know, saw a video that he actually bumped his knee. I actually got some footage here from a Twitter doctor, you know, stating that it is not that, like, it's not severe as we are thinking. But even has, I'll, I'll play for you guys in a second. But, but yeah, um, literally, my soul left my body. What happened? My soul left my body when it happened. Yeah. I'm not going to let you. I was numb for a while. At first, I was like, I don't even care about this game. This was in the moment. At first, I was thinking, I was watching the game, and, like, the guys were playing well, and I'm, I'm happy, but I'm, like, dead on the other side of my body. Right? I'm like, I don't even care about this game. But throughout the game, throughout the process, we got some good news. So, you know. Fingers crossed, right, Chris? I mean, how was your reaction during during all of it? It was, it was crazy, man. I'm just, I'm, look, I'm still hoping for the best at this moment. Obviously. Yeah, yeah. Like like you said, I'm hoping for the best, man. I'm hoping for the best because you know, even when the news came out that oh, sore left knee, questionable to return. I'm like, nah, I'm not buying it, man. Yeah, not buying it. We we've, we've seen this before with the Knicks. They withhold information, and then next thing you know, you know, something worse comes out. But, yeah, my initial reaction was, you know, I turned around one second after the tip, basically, and then looked back, and Brunson's on the floor. I'm like, no. And I watch, and it looks like like a non-contact injury. 
Yeah. So, um, you know, holding my breath, waiting for the news. And then they say sore left knee, which made me even more nervous because I'm like, no way. No way in hell is just a sore left knee. But with all the news coming out lately and hopefully a optimistic outlook on it, you know, I feel a little bit better. But, man, we, we cannot sustain a, a Jalen Brunson being gone for too long. Not at this point in the season with the way things have been going. We can't look. I'm about to play the clip for you guys so, you know, we can walk through it together about that the doctor clip. Um, but yeah, my soul left my body there for for a quick second. And I'm just we're just hoping for the best at this moment because, you know, that's all we can do. We're, we're, we're getting updates on the spot in the moment as time is going on. But here is a Twitter doctor, which I found interesting. Somebody said in the chat, a doc said it was a nerve injury. So that kind of gave me a little bit of hope that Brunson was going to be OK. So let, let me just. Yeah, uh, share my screen and you guys can hear it for yourself. Um, but I do think there was actually contact from the Cavaliers player onto the outside of Brunson's knee. But what I want to start off with is if we back up the sequence of him walking off the court, pay attention to what happens with his left ankle. You see how he kind of trips and stumbles kind of right, right there over his ankle. What he's doing here, it almost looks to me like somebody who's got a temporary foot drop, right? If any of you watch mixed martial arts, when somebody has those low calf kicks that injure that perineal nerve or stun that perineal nerve, that picks your ankle up, the way he's walking right there, he trips over his foot because of an inability to dorsiflex or pick up his ankle. And so that stumble as he's coming off the court, to me, confirms kind of my number one suspicion about just a contact blow to the outside of the knee, because that's where that nerve sits and could certainly have been stunned, almost like hitting your funny bone as you're walking off the court. We can see here just this kind of together. All right, so he says it's almost like hitting your funny bone because right prior to Jalen Brunson's shot, he banged knees. What I get, who who was it, Chris Okoro? He banged knees with, I think it was Okoro. You guys can yeah, correct me in the chat. And he was a little bit hobbling when he was coming off the curl. And then he goes up for the shot. And then as we pause it, you can see in the air right away he's grabbing at his knee that's what made my heart drop but as you can as 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 this doctor just explained it could be like a funny bone situation he was questionable with knee soreness and then the Knicks ruled him out but that was from brian sutter he's a md doctor sports medicine doctory um doctor injury education so chris when you when you hear him explain that that sort of gives me a little bit of hope. So I'm, I'm liking what he said. Yeah, and I didn't even notice the part where Brunson actually, you know, couldn't lift up his ankle there and stumbled over it. So that's, you know, yeah. it, it looks a lot worse than what basically this uh, this doctor is reporting, right? So that is that is good news. Is hopefully, you know, let's just hope that's what it is. And then Brunson can get out there as soon as possible, man. Hit some of these comments in the chat. Appreciate every single one of you, Tyler. What's going on? S550, always appreciate you in here supporting. Nick's Live says he got knee soreness. I thought it was worse. Yeah, man. Um, Gian says, yeah, the doc said it was a nerve injury. Yeah, like we just played the doc injury. We'll replay it in about 20 minutes. We'll keep you guys updated on the spot. This is, you know, on an ongoing situation at this moment. Joel says, OG coming back in a week. That's what, you know, made this whole situation kind of nerve-wracking because we got such great news from OG Ananobi and Julius Randle, Mitchell Robinson as well. But fingers crossed. Coach Sierra in the chat says, salute, salute, salute to you always, Coach Sierra. 
um, appreciate you in the chat. S550 says, I'm proud of McBride for stepping up and heart hustling, getting another triple-double. Also, Bogey was doing what we traded him for. Guy stepped up tonight, man. Shout-out to Malley's McBride. Shout-out to shout out to Josh Hart. I mean, for the better part of a few weeks, Chris, Josh Hart has – he's played better than what we have required him last season. I think, personally, he's played better. And tonight, yeah, what, career high in rebounds, I think? Another triple-double, his third of the season. Shout yeah. out to the guys, man. Yeah, shout shout out to Josh Hart, man. He was a plus 16 tonight. 13 points, 19 rebounds, 10 assists, two steals, two blocks. He was he was everywhere. And we needed it. We needed it tonight, you know, down Brunson. And this was a team effort all around, man. This was uh, you know, one of the better team uh, performances that we've had in some in some time. You know, you had Precious playing well. I heart, like you said, looking more like himself, which, you know, that makes me happy. And then, of course, you got DiVincenzo, Hart, and Bogey doing their thing, looking better. Look, great win. Great win. Again, yeah. if it wasn't for the Brunson news, I'd yeah. be It's a hell, it's a hell of a win. It's yeah. a hell of a yeah. win. Cleveland's in front win. of us. A big win. And I think the Knicks are tweeted, what, they 11-2 and two in their last, or 9-2 and two in their last 12 games or 11 games against Cleveland. Heck of a win. Even Dante, man, tonight. 28 points, yeah. six rebounds, four assists, six threes, 11 to 22 from the field. I have on my Brunson jersey right now. Uh, I put it on. I was like, I got to put on my Jalen Brunson jersey. I got to put it on. I got to go in the closet. I got to put it on. We got to just surround him right now with good juju. You know, exactly. we all have to hope for the best. And Jalen Brunson, please be good. I know he's warrior i know if it's just a bruise like they said because remember knicks are very vague with these injuries let's not be let's not beat around the bush here knicks are very vague when it comes to these injuries started with mitchell robinson then it was oj and obi then julius randall they weren't too vague they were saying he was getting reevaluated they've been kind of you know honest about the randall front but sort what they're calling it right now is a sore left knee so we just have to hope for the best. But tonight was a huge win for the New York Knicks. And Tom Thibodeau has just spoken. Jalen Brunson has a knee contusions. X-rays were negative. So okay. X-rays were negative. But the next steps are the MRI machine. So we just have to hope that those results, we won't probably get them until tomorrow, but Knee contusion. We're good. We're good. Yeah, I'll, I'll take it. I'll take yeah. a knee contusion over, you know, something a lot worse. And and hopefully the MRI, if that's the next step, hopefully that comes back clean. And, you know, maybe Brunson misses a game or two max, you know, because, look, we, yeah. we can't afford to – we can't afford to lose Brunson, man. We, we already got OG out. Mitch is out. Julius is out. You know, I mean, look – Knicks played a hell of a game tonight in Cleveland. Gritty game. Won, won the game at that. But, you know, we need Brunson out there. We just need him out there. Yeah. Um, peace. What's going on? Peace to the host in the chat. What's the mathematics on Brunson's knee, ankle, fellas? Look, if it's a knee bruise, a couple of games, maybe a week, if that. If it's just a knee bruise, I'm sure he'll get an MRI tonight or tomorrow. And what they're calling it right now is a knee contusion. So, that's Cameron says this team pisses me off. Why, Cameron? 
Talk to us, Cameron. We're just coming off a huge win in Cleveland without our 1A Jalen Brunson after, um, you know, a, a heart attack that we all that, that that he gave us in the first quarter. Why does this team piss you off so much, Cameron? But other than that, come back to us, Cameron, in the chat. Um, other than that, Chris, great news on the old Jan Inouye front. He was actually at the game. He was on the bench. Julius Randle was at the game. They are traveling with the team. OJ Ananobi, Julius Randle, and Mitchell Robinson are traveling with the team. He's close, man. Just started a good contact. Randle's looking like he, they, what they say, he's doing contact as well. Yep. So we're in March now. And those guys, look, those guys are, this is why tonight's game was so important. Every game matters. The Eastern Conference is literally like a bunch of teams bunched in together. And, you know, which is why, you know, we're coming off a, a bad stretch, which is why we need the guys back. But great news on the end. It'll be front, Chris. I mean, got to get yeah. him back. We we need those guys back yeah. for obvious reasons. Um, you know, OG, I, I can't wait for OG and Anobi to be back. You know, yeah. you're talking about someone when he was available. Knicks had the best defense in the league. And when not, we're one of the worst. So I'll welcome OG and Anobi with open arms hopefully he gets back soon and same with julius man we we need julius Randle out there i don't know what what type of julius Randle we're gonna get but it's really good to hear he's uh starting to get some contact i don't think it's player contact just yet but nonetheless you know it's good that he's progressing towards returning they're close it's looking like ananobi will come back before Randle. He's, he's taking on contact before julius Randle. So, look, man, if Brunson, if they're what they're saying is true and he has a knee contusion, x-rays were negative. Next thing is the MRI machine. If those come back all good, hallelujah, man. Hallelujah. Thank. Look, I was so many emotions were going through my head. Like, why us? Are we cursed? Like this and that. Like this has been such a it was it has been such a great January with the team fully healthy whole. We can literally be anybody. And then it's just first it was Randall. No, first it was, yeah, Randall, then Ananobi. And now, you know, we got some good news on, on Brunson. And we just have to, you know, continue to hope for the best on that. But, but yeah, Chris, it was just, I went through a lot of emotions in that first quarter. Yeah. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm sure everyone did as too. <laughs> it was crazy. No, for sure, man. I did the same thing. I, I reflected on the entire season. And I was yeah. just like, man, like. If Jalen Brunson is, I mean, I don't want to think of what this team is going to look like without Jalen Brunson at this point for an extended period of time. Yeah. You know, that's why if it's a knee contusion, look, I'll take it, you know, maybe save JB from himself, send him a couple games, let him get, let let that knee get as good as possible before you run him out there again. But uh, yeah, man, like everybody else out there, I was holding my breath and it it just sucked, man, in the moment. Yeah. Total total downer for sure. Um, CEO says if JB is out longer than a month, just ditch the season. Hope hope it's just a hyper extension. Yeah, it's just right now, knee contusion. That's what they're calling it. X-ray's negative. Uh, but yeah, going through the emotions as well. I'm sure, like, look, we we've been through a lot, man. S550 says when Hart hit that big three and messed with Donovan on the bench, that was hilarious. Yeah. In the game, Josh Hart hit a big corner three. He actually did like a sort of like a a James Harden step back in the corner, turned around. Donovan Mitchell's right there. Donovan Mitchell didn't play tonight. Um, messed with his chain a little bit. The Knicks own the Cleveland Cavaliers. This is why I keep telling like every Cavs fan and you know 
try to tell Knicks fans, like, they're in front of us right now, but they will come back to earth. They've been kind of coming back to earth these last couple of weeks. So, which is why the standings right now are just so important. But, yeah. Um, yeah. And this game, this game was also very huge for the Knicks because, yeah. one, we got the season series from the Cavs. But also, you know, for those those same reasons, like this is a team that we're probably going to meet in the playoffs, you know, and we just seem to, you know, play. We just go to another level when we play this Cavs team. Yeah. And if we would have lost this game, we had the potential of falling into the play in seeding. That's how close things are in the standings. We would have lost this game. We would have basically dropped into the play ins. So great win by the Knicks. Gritty win by the Knicks. Chris, looking at these standings now, Knicks are 36 and 25. The Heat are rolling, and the Heat are in the playing tournament. Like you said, if look, we're still a half a game ahead of Philadelphia. Um, we're a game ahead of Orlando Magic. We're only, what, two and a half behind Cleveland. Um, we're yep. three, four games in the loss column. So, look, this was a big game. You know, the, the Knicks were on the verge of falling back in that playing tournament, and there's only, what, like 24, 23? 24 games left, 23 games left in the yeah, season. So, yeah, this was a – I mean, the East is, t- is is bunched together. So, a couple of games losing streaks, you can sway into that playing tournament, which we don't want. Uh, like, build up a, a few games, uh, winning – I called before the game. I said the Knicks are about to go on a five-game winning streak. This was one of them. This was one of them. Still, still counts, right? Still counts. Yeah, this was – um. I mean, a big game for the Knicks. If the season ended today, the Knicks would be matched up against the Philadelphia 76ers in a in a in a playoff series. But that's going to change daily. You know, yesterday it was the Heat. Today it's the 76ers. So that's going to change daily. And like I said, we got great news on the Ananobi front. We got great news on the Randall front. And it's looking like we just got great news on the Brunson front. So fingers crossed on all three of them. So all three of them coming back. And we'll talk about the struggles with Burks. We'll talk about the signing, the Shake Milton signing that the Knicks signed before the um, well, it's not official yet. He just has to clear waivers and then we'll sign him. We'll talk about all that. We'll get into all that today. But big win, man. Big stress reliever after hearing the Brunson news and a huge win. Huge win for the Knicks. <laughs> for sure, for sure. Yeah. And I was I was looking forward to coming onto this pod and being, you know, not having to say once we get healthy, once we get healthy, but boom, right away. Jalen Brunson goes down, and here we are talking about, you know, the Knicks trying to get healthy again. Yeah. Joel says, I want to say we are deadly, but we're never healthy. We just got to get healthy, man. Broken record. Been saying it for weeks. Been saying it for weeks. Every single one of our last podcasts, it seems like an update. It seems like a great update. You know, no setbacks. Everything's been positive. Now all we need to do is get the guys back <laughs> at this point. So, Joel. I feel you. I feel I feel your pain. You know, I'm just trying to, you know, ease your nerves a little bit, you know, because <laughs> we'll get there. I feel like this season is not lost. We'll get the guys back and we will get there. Yeah, I still I still have confidence in this team, man. You know, with with the current news on Brunson, you know, once OG Randall get back, you know, I still think we'll, we'll be fine. We'll be fine. Barring any crazy injury down the line. You know, I think we still, you know, we're still going to be rolling soon. Lynette says, happy and sad at the same time. Brunson's teammates played for their champion. Everyone stepped up tonight. What's going on, Lynette? 
Dame in the chat. Huge Knicks win. Always appreciate you in here, Dame. What's going on, man? I hope all is well with you. S550 says, I feel confident on a W against the Hawks on Tuesday. Look, we got some winnable games coming up in Madison Square Garden, but got to take care of business, man. We had some winnable, winnable games prior. Just got to take care of business at home, especially. And I feel like this stretch right here is so important because then we hit a West Coast trip, our last West Coast trip of the season. So these next games, I'll pull up the schedule in a second, but these next games for the New York Knicks are huge. When I tell you they're huge, they're huge. Um, John says Brunson has been diagnosed with a left knee contusion. Steph Bondi of the New York Post reports Brunson has been diagnosed with a left contusion as well. X-rays, yeah. Uh, X-rays are negative. Just got to wait for them for those MRI results. Fingers are crossed, and we shall see what the MRI results. I'm sure he'll get an MRI result um, tonight or tomorrow. Chris? Um, it's, probably, it's probably getting it right now as we speak. Yeah. Who knows? Um, again, I hope everything comes yeah. back clean. We we need Brunson out there, but like, like Lynette said, you know, the team came out there. They didn't they didn't mope around or anything. They took it to the Cavs, and you know, they they played. I feel like they did play for Brunson. You know, they got yeah. motivated and said, you know what, let's win this for our guy Jalen Brunson. That's right, number number eleven, Jalen Brunson. And you know, hopefully, we get Brunson back soon, man. I, I need Jalen. Are you that. okay? I need that. <laughs> Don't worry. What's coming? You with Jalen? Are you okay? Oh, he's saying he's he's saying he's good. He's not in his head. But he's good. <laughs> so he's good. We know Jalen. He probably got an ice pack on his knee. He's not in his head saying he's good. So he is good. Got a poll in the YouTube chat. Where will the Knicks finish in the Eastern Conference? One through three, twenty nine percent, forty five votes so far. Four through six, sixty percent. Seven through ten. 11%. Chris, where do you think the Knicks will finish in the Eastern Conference with the Brunson news, the Ananobi news, the Randall news, the stretch coming up? And I'll get my take on that. I think we'll be around the 4-5 seed still. Yeah. I think I think that's where we will be. That's that's my prediction. Yeah, so do I. I think it's 4 through 6. I really want that third seed. I really do. Um but you know, this past week, I kind of was like, I don't really care about seeding. I just want to finish one through six. And as long as, look, I, we were talking about third seed last week. I really want the third seed. But at this moment, I just want to just, just get back on the court, man. Just just get healthy. Because without one of those guys, without Brunson, without um Ananobi, or without a Randall, where are we really going without one of them? Just get healthy, please. And we're on the brink. We're on the brink. We're right there. We're at, like... Put this in like a football perspective. I think the Knicks, in terms of injuries, they're at the 10-yard line. They're right there in the red zone. They're right there. And we just got to just get, get in the end zone, get everyone healthy. You know, hopefully uh, they, they can get back. But they will. They will. Yeah, I mean, that's that's pretty much kind of my thinking at this point, too. It's not so much, you know, seating per se. I'm not worried yeah. about seating. It's just... Can we get our guys back healthy? And what is it going to look like for a lot of these guys once they get back, right? But if you're telling me we can still, you know, get the playoffs and get OG, Randall, and Brunson back, I like our chances no matter what seed we're, we're in, you know? Yeah. Let's get there, though. This is why tonight was such a big win for the New York Knicks. You win in Cleveland, 107-98. to 98. Dante DiVincenzo 
you know, before he had a bunch of threes, I had people on X saying, why does Dante DiVincenzo chuck so much? He reminds me of J.R. Smith. I even have a stat that Dante is now attempted, what, 50 plus threes in like four plus games. But my response to that person would just be like, he's awesome. <laughs> he's amazing. He's hitting them. So he's one of our best shooters. Shoot the ball. <laughs> yeah. Shoot the ball. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Shoot the ball. Shout out to Dante. Got him on my fantasy squad, and I'll take those threes all day. <laughs> Shout out to your fantasy squad. But, yeah, this is why I said I think a five-game winning streak is on the horizon. At Cleveland, that's one. Versus Atlanta, no Trey Young. Still going to be tough on Tuesday versus Atlanta. Versus Orlando, got to beat Orlando, man. Orlando Magic have had our number all season long. Got to beat Orlando. And this is when, Chris, we've been saying we think OG and Obi is going to come back. Versus Orlando or versus Philly or one of these Philadelphia games. If they're calling it mid-March or maybe he's back for the West Coast trip. Um, what do you think? I'm hoping it's against Orlando, man. I'm really hoping it's against Orlando. Um, or it could be against Philly, like you said. But, man, would it be nice to have him for the Orlando game, man? Because Orlando is going to be tough. That's going to be a tough game now, if, if especially if we don't have a Brunson. And don't forget, like these tiebreakers. I mean, we're we lost a tiebreaker to Orlando, but you know, it, it, we're starting to be we're starting to get to a point of the season where these wins become more important, especially against the Eastern Conference because of how bunched up the Eastern Conference is. But but yeah, Cam, what's going on? Salute, salute, salute to you as well. We got another one, man. Brunson Burner went down immediately, and the team didn't falter. Great work all around. Big shout out to Josh Hart. Another. Triple, double, his third of the season. John, what's going on? Hart played an awesome game. Yeah, man. Awesome. Look, I this look, I made a video about Josh Hart. If you guys haven't checked that out, please do. But Josh Hart has played awesome. He's played simply incredible. He's playing over what 40 minutes in like every single yeah. game his last couple of three weeks now. And his one thing I love about Josh Hart is that during this stretch is that his three point shot has vastly improved you know he's he's yep. more confident in shooting that three and it's and, and showing on the court because before he was throwing up bricks you know brick city with josh hart but now he's starting to become more confident shooting with ease and that's what i love about Hart. yeah i think that was the biggest thing that i had noticed too i, I mean with josh hart it, it drove me insane whenever he would get the ball wide open at the three-point line and he just pump fake pump fake you know yeah and look to dish it off. But now you're seeing Josh Hart. He's, he's pulling up. We even saw it tonight against Cleveland where he actually took a heat check three well beyond the three-point line. You know, didn't, didn't make it, but I love that. I love to see that from Josh Hart being aggressive, taking the shots when he should. Yeah. And I think that's what's opening up so much for him, you know, because now teams, they got to honor that. Whether you make it or not, the fact that you're going to shoot that ball and they know you're not going to hesitate, that changes everything. At least I feel so. So shout out to Josh Hart, man. I mean, he's taking the offense to a whole nother level. And his defense, it hasn't slipped. It's gotten better, if anything. So I, lo I love to see him, man. I love it. Nova kids, man. Josh Hart, DiVincenzo has played absolutely incredible. And look, Hartenstein, prior to tonight's game, was looking like he even said it after last game that he's not 100% healthy. So, but tonight he actually looked like his normal self, blocking shots hitting his little floaters at the rim, um, rebounding the rock. So it's good to see Hartenstein start to get in the flow of things, starting to get in the groove. 
And Bogdanovich hit some big shots too. Hit some big yeah. shots. He had a big three in the fourth tonight. And then he hit that and one. Um, so yeah, big, big nights out of them. Um, and uh, Alec Burks, Chris. I mean, what are you concerned with Burks? I don't, I don't want to say I'm concerned with Burks. He just he just doesn't look. He just doesn't look like he's the same player that we had when he was running. You know, the point guard spot for us, right? Just yeah. it doesn't look like he has he has just a. I don't know. I don't know what how to pinpoint it, but to me, I think he'd be better off not running the point. You know, yeah, and maybe maybe that's maybe that's why we're we're gonna get Shake Milton in here, right? Um, who knows? And we'll touch on that in a bit. But he still doesn't look good. But he did he did, he did get a couple buckets, you know. But one thing I did notice he didn't play at all the first quarter, you know. Even with Brunson leaving the game early, it was mostly Miles McBride who played phenomenal tonight. Yeah. But uh, you know, we didn't see Burks till the second, so. I think Tibbs is uh, seeing that, seeing that Burks is struggling a bit and, uh, you know, isn't running him out there as much as he was earlier on. You think, um, I think Shake, the Shake Milton signing, well, the the, the um, possible signing, he's got to sign when he clears waivers. I think that, look, uh, Ian Belge said that he's probably not going to crack the rotation. Maybe it's just more depth for the New York Knicks. And look, you can't have any, like, you can't have enough bodies on the court. Or on the bench, but do you think that eventually Shake will take Burks's, you know, little ten to fifteen minute spurts here? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think so. I mean, I don't know. I mean, Shake can get buckets too, but you know, who knows what he has left at this point? I'm not gonna sit here and lie to you and say that I've I've been following his game. Um, I saw a All little right. bit of him back when he was with the Sixers. You know, that's you know, playing against the Knicks. You know, it seemed like he always played well against us. Yeah. So, but I'd hate to think, you know, you're bringing in a player, you're down multiple players and you're bringing in somebody not to play them per se. I, I don't know what's what's the logic in that. He's all right. I don't think he'll he'll play, but if Burks continues to struggle, then that's something that we have to look at. Dame says, "Looks Dante looks like Dante turned a corner tonight with his three-point shooting. He was more calm and relaxed. Anyone else notice that? Dante he, he he's been kind of struggling with his shot these last few games. He was he was off with his three. And yeah. tonight when he was running a fast break, then he pulled up from three. And I was like, wait. And then he hit it. And then I was like, oh, okay. He's confident. He's going in. They love Cleveland. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Cleveland. Dante's a flamethrower, man. Like, you know, he started off this game really well. Then second quarter kind of cooled off a bit. And then third quarter, you know, he he erupted again. I think he was at 1.5, 5 or 6 from 3. So he's definitely, you know, figuring out that shooting, that three-point shot again. And he was slumping a little bit. It was more like on, off, on, off, on, off. But, you know, hey, when Dante's on, man, and he's pulling up from 3 like that, watch out, man. Fred Katz said it the best. The Knicks had Jalen Brunson for 47 seconds. They didn't have Julius Randle, Mitchell Robinson, or OG Ananobi, and they just won in Cleveland. One of their gutsiest wins of the season. Tonight was yeah. one of them wins where it was gutsy, man. Like Fred said, it was it was it was gutsy. And look, we we, we stepped up, man. Guys, guys, guys stepped up because like I said earlier, the schedule is 
it's not tough, but it's not easy at the same time. And every single game matters, especially, you know, the West Coast trip coming up. But, Chris, in January, this is why these guys matter so much. In January, with OG and Julius, the Knicks were ranked number one defensively. In February, they were 21st. <laughs> so yeah. it took a, a huge slide. But they, I like what I saw tonight, though. You know, I, I like what I saw tonight, even though what's his name on Cleveland was is always that one guy on the other team. <laughs> yeah. Right. I was just going to say that there's always that one guy that you don't know too much about. That what's just his name? Comes out. Merrill. Sam Merrill, I believe it is. Something like that. Sam Merrill. Always that Looking one. Especially like, versus us, right? It always yeah. seems like there's one shooter, one yeah. guy on the opponent's team that can't miss a three. And we're like, who is this guy? I had to look him up. I'm not going to lie to you. I had to look him up. <laughs> you were like, oh, I got to add this guy on my fantasy team. Nah, man. Yeah. There's always this one guy that comes out there and, and you know, Ray Allen primetime reincarnated. So <laughs> I don't know what it is, but he dropped 20 on us. You know, I think he yeah. dropped 20 on us. All three-point shots, you know, off the dribble, off handoffs. It didn't matter. The guy was unconscious. 21 points, 7 to 13 from the feet, from three. Yeah, all three-point shots, like Chris said. But, look, I mean, look, Precious stepped up. I'm looking at the box score now. Hartenstein, eight rebounds, eight assists for Isaiah Hartenstein versus Cleveland. Look, wow. he's starting to that's, – that's 23 minutes. He's still – his limits – his minutes are still limited. But I, I love the um, – I love, I love what I saw tonight. And, look, Josh Hartman, 45 minutes. What did he play last game? 47 minutes? Yep. I think he took like a 40 second break that game. Wow. Uh, it's yeah. insane. So, um, hit some of these comments. Shake is it? Evan says, What's going on, Evan? Shake is a great backup. CM says, Yes, keep Precious at all costs. John says, He's baby. He's a baby. Mason. Precious was doing work against Evan Mobley, too, tonight. Yeah. I was like, Okay, Precious. Okay. Yeah. Mo Mobley doesn't seem to show up when he plays the Knicks, man. He got into some early foul trouble there. And honestly, I thought that was going to be the biggest factor in this game. It was going to be Jared Allen and, and Mobley, right? Yeah. And Jared Allen did his thing, you know. But Mobley, you know, he, he had a tough night. Michael, what's going on in the chat? What's going on? Uh, hello, fellow Knicks fans. Great win tonight. What's going on, Michael? Hope all is well with you. Yeah, amazing win for the New York Knicks. We came out here kind of, you know, hoping that we would get good Drayden and Brunson's news. And we did get it. Knee soreness, knee, what is it, knee bruise, x-rays negative. He will go yep. for an MRI probably tonight and tomorrow. We probably will get some more information regarding his injury. But for a second there, open up the pod saying that my heart dropped. I was rethinking everything. The game didn't matter in the moment. But then as the game, as the podcast is going on, Chris, I feel a little bit, I feel a little bit better. I'm not going to lie to you. I do. I feel like something is, we got some good juju. We got some good news as well. Some so, some Knicks therapy right here, right? Yeah, From you, me, and everybody else. <laughs> as I'm talking it out, as we heard the, the doctor explain it, it seems like it's um let me play it again. No, I don't want to play it again. I won't probably want to get shout out to the doctor that, that played it. If you guys haven't checked it out, um we, we played it early on in the pod. But he essentially said it was kind of like hitting your funny bone, but on your knee, because Brunson hit his knee when he curled around, then it looked bad in the moment. It looked bad. But, yeah. you know, we got some good news on on, on, on that front. Uh, yep. And right now, Jalen Brunson, you know, like was mentioned earlier, Jalen Brunson is listed as day to day. So, you know, hopefully that's uh, 
even more so showing that it's not anything too crazy. Heart is shooting. Johnson says Hart is shooting three better than Bog. Was it Bog? I think he's trying to say Bogdanovich. Hart has been he's been shooting it better. I'm looking at his like two of five. His last what? Uh, six games. Two of five from three. Two of five. Three of five. One of four. Three of nine. Three of six. And he's played forty plus minutes in his last six games. Seven out of uh, seven out of the last eight games, Josh Hart has played forty plus minutes. So. He's playing a lot. He's playing a lot. But as the reinforcements start to come back, that should obviously he gets relegated back to the bench. OG takes that spot. Hart can, you know, go back to his regular 30 minutes a game, 30 or 35 minutes a game. And then we shall go on from there. But yeah, he's playing. He's playing a lot. S550 says now it's time to separate ourselves from the rest of the standings. Agree. Pulled up the standings earlier. It's tough, man. It's going to be a heck of a run from now until mid-April. It is going to be the Heat are playing well, and the the Heat are playing well. And the uh, Pacers, right? No, the Pacers are 5-5 five and five in their last 10. The Orlando's 8-2 and two in their last 10. Yeah, so, Orlando's playing, playing really good. Yeah. So, look, right now we're all alone in four. It seems like we've been all alone in four for about the better part of a week now. But we are a game and a half ahead of the Miami Heat for that 7-10 seed. What we don't want is that 7-10 playing tournament. Don't want that. Got a poll in the chat. 61 votes so far. Where will the Knicks finish in the East? 1 through 3 is at 31%. 4 through 6 is at 59%. 7 through 10 is at 10%. It's looking like everyone is in agreement that we will finish in that 4-6 to six mark. What you don't want, Chris, is that seven to ten because then you play around with the one game elimination and the stuff like that. Yeah, so. yeah, that would be worst case scenario, man. But yeah, I feel I feel pretty good, man. Again, with all the news coming out about these injuries, you know, with Brunson feeling a lot better, I think that four to five spot, you know, I I, I might I'd be surprised if we go to six, to be honest. But four to five, I think that's that's where we're gonna land. Yeah, I think so too. Um, like I said, last week, last couple of weeks, I've been wanting that third seed, but I think somebody in the chat said, we just got to get healthy. We worry about the standings when we, you know, get everyone healthy, then we can go on a run. And Anobi said he can't wait to come back so we can go on another run. Randall has been working constantly. Traveling with the team is huge, man, especially with yeah. Julius Randall. Like, we don't know this, like if he's 100%. Shoulder injuries are tricky. But knowing Julius Randle, he is going to want to come back. He will come back. And I think we'll get Ananobi before Randle. And look, barring any, you know, changes on the Brunson injury front, Ananobi will come back and then Randle. And then Mitch is kind of lurking there. It's it's January was the dream. Like it felt like a dream. And then February <laughs> was like, eh, like what just happened? And then now we're starting to get back to, you know, the roots of how January was and we just got to get healthy, you know, that's, that's all yeah. it is that we're getting there. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, you know, look like all these injuries going on and as usual, you know, a lot of people are chirping that, Hey, is this Tibbs fault? Is oh. this Tom Thibodeau's fault? He's just burning out the guys, you know, look what he did to Derek Rose. Look what happened to, you know, insert Bulls player here. What What are your thoughts on that? Do you I, think 
Tibbs is at fault? That's one of the first tweets I've saw from somebody as soon as Brunson went down. Is this is Tibbs' fault because this is what happens when you play everyone forty plus minutes a game. And Brunson really hasn't been like his minutes have been since he came back from that one game absence. His minutes have been kind of down, like not down, but less than forty. So yeah. I I don't I don't agree with it, man. Look, I don't agree with it. it, it there's players in. The, uh, I'm gonna pull up the the minutes per game. And I don't even think the Knicks have a player in the top five in minutes per game. I think Tom Thibodeau has gotten like a bad stick. He has a bad stigma around him, a bad rep about the minutes. And you're going to always have the minute police. That's always going to get brought up. Even with Ojan and OB, it was brought up. Randall was brought up. Randall was, was a freak injury. And an OB, you know, you can say it kind of gradually got worse. Should he have played through it? Probably not. But do I think it's a minutes thing? No. And I think Tom Thibodeau gets a bad rap at it. Um, does he play guys in long stretches sometimes, like, longer than he would probably want to? Yeah. Like, last game he said he should have played Burks more. But I don't, I, don't, I don't agree with it. Do you? No, I don't. I don't because, like, like you mentioned, you, you nailed it. This can't, this can't be Tibbs' fault because, one, Julius Randle goes down, right? Shoulder. Yeah. It was a freak shoulder injury, dislocation, you know, I, I don't think that's something that you can say, oh, Tibbs had him out there too long, whatever the case may be. And Anobi with the elbow spur, that's something that just happens. You can't control that. You can't control whether that's going to you know, happen or not. He could have had it for some time, and it just got to a point where it needed to be addressed. Yeah. So, again, that's not something I think you can blame Tibbs for. And Brunson, look, this happened at the beginning of the game, 40 seconds into this game. Again, another freak type of injury where, you know, he, he bangs knees, continues to go, and then boom, he's out. Yeah. So, like you said, I think Tibbs just has that bad stigma stuck on him, you know, from the past. You know, what happened with Derrick Rose, whether you want to say that was his fault or not, you know, running Rose out there. Um, All we know is Tibbs wants to win, right? Tibbs is out there. He wants to win. And the way he believes you win is with your best players out there. But at the same time, nah, I don't think so. I don't think Tibbs is for, at fault for this. I don't think it's, uh, you know, I don't think he has the final say, especially with Brunson. You know, I'm sure if Brunson was to be like, I'm tired, which he probably never would say it. But, you know, I'm sure Tibbs would listen. Agree, man. So it seems like we're on the same page. If Those of you in the chat, if you think like you think Tibbs is playing the guys heavy minutes, I have pulled up. You know, you can chime in as well. Um, I saw a lot of it on Twitter and on X and a lot of discourse about that. But here are the season leaders in minutes per game. I don't. Okay. Jalen Brunson is number nine at 36.1 minutes per game. DeMar DeRozan, number one, 37.8. Luka Doncic, number two, 37 minutes a game. Maxi, 37 minutes a game. Bridges, Charlotte, 37. Durant. 37 minutes per game KD and he's on like he's a veteran right Fred Van Vliet 36 minutes you don't you don't you you have to come all the way to nine to get the Jalen Brunson at 36.1 and then Julius Randle is 16th so no right I mean right here I'm actually surprised to see KD up there with you know the past Achilles injuries and things like that and look boom KD right there top five 
So and he's what thirty six. So, yeah. You know, I don't. I don't look. It's. I just think it's somebody. It's a, it's a talking point for people. It's just the the um, the people that don't like dibs. I think that's what they lead with, but I can understand that if the numbers were factual. But as you can see here, Brunson is number nine in the NBA at thirty six minutes per game, and he's in great shape. And look, Knicks don't have anyone in the top five. You got to go all the way to nine to get to it. So, no. Yeah. Yeah, and that's another thing, too. Like you said, these players are in great shape, and that's something that Thibodeau demands of his players, right? Every every training camp, every preseason, he's he wants his guys to be working now, getting in great shape because, you know, the season is a marathon. And I think it's been proven already statistically that Thibodeau teams actually play better in the second half of the season. They get stronger. Yeah. So, you know, that that's a formula that works, and it has been working for us. We just hit a rash of freak injuries, unfortunately. Yes, we did. Appreciate every single one of you guys in here. Smash the thumbs up button. If you haven't done so already, subscribe to the channel. Um, Come join us here in the chat. Just chopping up about the New York Knicks. um, Talking about the the, the victory and, and, you know, the Brunson injury and just everything. Every week we do this at 9.30 p.m. live streaming here on YouTube. Then we post it to Apple and Spotify. If you guys want to check us out on the audio side. That would be appreciated. Um, Evan says, with Julius and OG back, it's a solid four seed. Looks like we, Michael says, looks like we sweep the Cavs and wins. Yeah, the Cavs, we just match up so well with them, especially when Mitchell Robinson is back. We just match up so well with them. That's why I'm not worried about them. They had such a great schedule in February. That's why they're, what, the number two seed right now? So, yeah. But yeah. They dropped down to the third seed, actually, oh, after okay. this loss. But, but yeah, man. This this Cavs team was rolling, you know. The, like you said, they were coming back down to earth a little bit, but for whatever reason, we match up well. Whether we have Brunson, OG, Julius, it didn't matter, you know. We, we yeah. still got that dub. S550 says, I watched the blowout game against the Nuggets a couple of days ago for good memories of what we had. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> Those were, That was a great month, man. Blowout win against the Nuggets. That was, that was awesome. Then the Heat game. That Heat game was really special, you know. And then, look, we'll get back to it, though. We will. We will. Don't worry. It's, it's funny you mentioned that Nuggets game because I actually watched that same game back two days ago, courtside in VR, and it was amazing. Oh, really? That's dope. That's what's up. <laughs> that was dope. That was dope. Like, dope. If, if, you guys, if you guys have a VR headset, try to check it out. It's some app called X Stadium, and you can actually watch some Knicks games on there courtside. Right next it's to amazing. Spike. See Spike on your left. Turn your head. You, see Spike. <laughs> you can see That's Tibbs, amazing. man, right there. It's like two feet away from you. <laughs> John says injuries all bad luck. Yeah, they are. You know, it's just it's bad luck. And we've been, you know, fortunate last season. You know, Randall played you know, on the way to play all every game, and then he got hurt later on in the season. Hartenstein played all eighty-two last game. Um, who else quickly got hurt in the playoffs? Yeah. Barrett was dealing with a knee thing. Um, Brunson even wasn't healthy with, with the ankle last yeah, season. That's right. And it's just this season, it's just, you know, guys the thing is guys went out at the same time. You know, when you when you lose Randall, when you lose players of of uh, like Randall and Ananobi at the same time, like Josh Hart said it the other the other day. He said 
look, we're just waiting for the guys to get back. Guys are playing heavy minutes, but when you lose two important pieces like that, it's tough to overcome. And, you know, shout out to the dudes. Shout out to the guys, man. They're overcoming it. They're they're playing their ass off. Tonight was such a gutsy win. Um, one of the one of the one of the best wins of the season, you know, in Cleveland on ESPN. Just a great win, man. Just a great all-around win. Uh, Michael says uh, Michael says at first, yes, because I think especially last season, feel I feel that he should have played his bench more, but this season he's gotten better. He's talking about Tom Thibodeau. Yeah, that's why when we acquired Bogdanovich and Burks, that's why we wanted those guys from Detroit to lessen the load off the starters. When everyone is healthy, Burks can come in, give you a little bit of offensive punch. Bogdanovich can come in and give you a little offensive burns. Alec Burks is struggling right now. Yes, he is struggling. He's not really Knicks, – Knicks, Knicks fans aren't too thrilled with him right now, to say the least, <laughs> Mr. Burks. But, but yeah, that's why we brought those guys in there, to, to, to get a, a bench punch. And I, I still do think when everyone is healthy, you're going to see – you saw tonight, Bogdanovich hit, a, hit some, some big shots. You're going to see that. You know, you're going to see that. Burks could yeah. be outplayed by McBride. I, I think I think Burks is gonna come around too, man. I yeah. really do. I, I I I have a hard time believing that Burks was brought in here to be the second ball handler. You know, I don't think that was the plan. And like Josh Hart said, you know, you're missing two key guys, three key guys. You know, guys are in and out of different lineups. You know, it's difficult. It's difficult. They're they're all trying to get a feel for how to play with Bogey. You know, how to play with Burks to an extent. You know, that's those are all factors, man. And then you have, you know, Brunson in and out of the lineup as well, you know. And you saw it tonight against the Cavs. There were some moments where, you know, some of these guys were playing together and it looked really bad and we couldn't get, you know, offense going. And then they figured it out down the stretch of this game, you know, took it to Cleveland. And and I think that's one of the biggest positives coming out of this game, right? That it seems like these guys are figuring it out, you know, without Julius, without OG, which I, without Mitch out there. You know, it looks like, as far as Bogdanovich goes, it looks like he's starting to settle in and kind of figure out what his role is. Yeah. Uh, defense for Bogdanovich, you can tell right when he's in, there's teams attack, like they try to attack him. Not really, that's his strong shoe. He's not really, you know, a great defender. But look, when, 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 we, when we acquired Bogdanovich, the lineups I was picturing was with OJ and Obi. They're going to surround him with good defensive players, you know? It's just yeah. that, you know, with everyone out, it's tough to, you know, equate. It's tough to like, it's tough to match Ananobi with, you know, sometimes he's playing with Jericho Sims. That's not a slide at Sims. It's just, you know what I'm saying? It's just, you know, when everyone's healthy, you know, that's when you'll see, hopefully, you know, great uh, a great bench lineup. Hopefully that will get those guys going. You know, Ananobi kind of creating a little bit. Before he, before he got hurt, he was – he was really starting to get comfortable in his offensive yeah. game. So, like I said, you see Ananobi creating a little bit, top of the key. Then you see Bogdanovich parked in one corner, DiVincenzo parked in the other corner. You got to respect Ananobi because he can get to the rim. He's such like <laughs> he's such like a big dude. I mean, yeah. he's like, what, 250 coming at you, 6'8", 250. And then, yeah, that's that's what I like. That's what I would love to see, and we're going to see that. Yeah, so I can't. I, that's that's what I can't wait to see. You know, this Knicks team healthy, again broken record, but yeah. I want to see these guys coming. healthy, man. It's because coming. look, 
January was amazing. And then you add Bogdanovich, you add Burks to that, you know, with all that spacing these guys, these other guys can provide. I just think we're going to look like an entirely different team for the better. Ever since Thibs is working with what he has, LV, what's going on in the chat? Appreciate you always, LV, supporting. Hope all is well, brother. John says, all Knicks fans know we play with heart when the playoffs come. Game on. Love that, John, man. Can't wait, man. Last season in the playoffs was such a exhilarating time for us Knicks fans, man. And I just think, like you said, when playoffs come, it's game on. Uh, we're going to talk about Boston in a little bit, about that Celtics-Warriors score. Go around the NBA in a little bit. Um, but, yeah. Uh, Donovan says Brunson needs rest. Yeah. he last Yeah, last few games you can see that it's been wearing on him. Teams were trapping him. And... Look, he was still dropping, what, 27, 28, over 30 points a game, and his assist numbers were up. He was still distributing the ball. That's why that's what I love about Brunson. Teams are trapping him. He's still distributing the ball. He's still finding players in their spots. He's, you know, doing great things other than scoring, and he is scoring at the same time. In double teams, triple teams sometimes. Go back to that Laker game. They, what, triple team, double team them like 30-plus times in that game. So, yeah. That was that was a frustrating game. You just reminded me about that. <laughs> that was but crazy. no, I think I mean look, that those are all new looks for Jalen Brunson. He's never been in a position where, you know, he's the sole point of attack for the defenses. Yeah. They're double teaming him, triple teaming him. And we saw it at first with that with that Laker game, like you mentioned, you know, things he hasn't seen before. And then the league took notice and started doing the same thing, you know. So with all that said. JB is just dropping points left and right, doing what he can, you know, doing what he can to keep this team competitive. And he mentioned it during the All-Star break and after the All-Star break that he was like, man, you know, All-Star All-Star break was great, but it was a lot. It was a lot for him to do, lots of interviews. Yeah. He didn't really get to rest much. So, you know, it's awesome that JB's an All-Star, but man, you kind of wish he took the break off, you know, just to get some of that rest because... You know, the workload he has on his shoulders is insane without OG and Julius out there. Yeah, man. Um, the guys in there come to play, win or lose. That is such that locker room right now, man. They're probably look, man, they're that's one thing about this Knicks team, this current Knicks team. I even saw OG and an OB kind of like motivating the guys there on the bench. Haven't seen OG and an OB on the bench since that Laker game. So they're traveling. It's it's good to see the everyone is the chemistry. Like we've been talking about how strong the Knicks chemistry is. Next man up mentality. Brunson goes down. McBride comes in and does what Deuce McBride does. Even cross the heck out of Evan Mobley in this game. <laughs> Drop on the floor, right? Yep. Drop them with the in and out move. Shout out to Miles McBride, man. Great game tonight. Yeah, McBride. Um, look, everyone is everyone. Everyone plays their part. Everyone plays their role, and that's why I love this Knicks team. That's why Fifty says if you had to put money on it, Celtics versus Heat in the first round, assuming Heat make the play in at eighth at the eighth spot. That I'll tell you this right now. Boston, look, they're the best team in the NBA, right? Yeah, they're the best team in the NBA. But like S five fifty said. They don't want to play Miami. <laughs> they don't want to. No. I hope. Oh, my goodness. I hope Boston gets matched up with Miami in the first round. <laughs> That's what we need. We need something like that. 
need Miami to drop down a little bit, match up against Boston. But yeah, that's what I hope. I, I mean, hope I, 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 I put it this way though. I mean, you know, regular season is the regular season, and just like we're saying with the Knicks, hey, we're not worried about seeding. Let's get healthy. Let's get to the postseason and see what happens. Exactly for that, because once you get into the playoffs, man, it's a clean slate. You don't know what's gonna happen, so anybody has a chance. So Celtics might be the best right now, but like you said, if they run into the Heat, which it seems like they always seem to have trouble with, you know, who knows? Who knows what can go? What could happen after that? Look, Boston is forty-eight and twelve. They are eight and a half games up, up against the Milwaukee Bucks. So essentially, they could wrap up the one seed in like two weeks, which is kind of crazy. They've yeah. won eleven straight games. They're ten and zero in their last ten. They're the cream of the top in the Eastern Conference. They just beat the Warriors by what, one forty to eighty eight. <laughs> Jesus, yeah, one forty to eighty eight. But hey, I, I said it when they beat us when last Saturday. I said. Fully healthy Knicks team, I'm telling you, you can come back and plead your case, but I'm telling you, the Knicks can give Boston a run for their money, not saying they will win that series, but I'll give us like a 45 to 30, 45 to 50% chance on winning that series. I mean, but they're, they're the best team in the East right now. And all we have to do is worry about what we need to worry about. Make it in the top six, pull us up. 59% of you say the Knicks will finish 4th through 6th in the East. 31% of you say it's 1 through 3. 9% of you think the Knicks will finish in the playing tournament. 74 votes. All we have to do is worry about what we can worry about and then worry about Boston if we play them in the playoffs, you know? But like yeah. like they said in the chat, like S550 said, let them match, it, match up against the Heat. They're not going <laughs> to like that. So. Yeah, for sure. And yeah. and look, the Celtics, they're rolling, man. Like you said, 11 straight games and they beat Golden. They, they I don't even know the word to, to say for this box, box score, 140 to 88. You know, all I say is I wish Golden State shot 7 to 41 from three against us. <laughs> right. Donovan says Burks is the odd man out. Look, if McBride, if McBride, you, we saw it tonight, McBride, he's going to play. His yeah. improvement over this past this this whole season, his improvement, his three point shot, his defense has, has always been there. We've seen improvement out of McBride, and he's playing better than Alec Burks, and we're seeing it in the minutes. McBride is right now he has more trust over Tom Thibodeau, and for good reason, right? I mean, Burks yeah. is just is struggling, you know, and it is what it is. Yeah, and then with the minutes, I mean, it's not even close. Miles McBride played 47 minutes. 47 minutes to Burks is 11. So, Tip sees it too. Tip sees that, you know, Burks is struggling. Yeah. So, McBride currently has, you know, look, I like the way McBride has been playing, man. And if you're going to tell me I got to choose between McBride and Burks, it's going to be McBride, man. He's, he's. Of course. On both ends of the court. He's playing well defensively, and his offense is coming around as well. Of course. Of course. All right. So, quick recap. Knicks, great win against the Cleveland Cavaliers. We got a home stretch coming up. And OB is looking like he's getting close. Brunson looked like we dodged a bullet with that one. Randall is getting close. Um, it's looking like Mitchell Robinson is a little, little bit after that. And then we 
should start getting rolling, looking like the games, maybe the two games at home versus Philly will get Ananomi back, West Coast trip, maybe we'll get Randall back. But the guys are starting to get close. We're right there at the 10, the five-yard line. They are starting to get close. Big win tonight versus Cleveland. And look, just got to keep winning these games because the East is, like right now, it is brunched up together. And we just got to keep on winning these games and keep on taking care of business and 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 whatnot. But um, all right, Chris, let's go around the NBA. So 40K for LeBron. When did he hit that? Last game? Yep, hit that the last game. Think he needed nine points to hit it. Yeah. And he got it, man. Think he got it on a spin move layup in the paint. So shout out to LeBron, man. I mean, that's history. That's NBA history. You know, first yeah. in the NBA to hit that mark. Yeah, shout out to LeBron, man. I don't think anyone would match that, man. 40K, congrats to LeBron. First player in NBA history to hit that. He's the first player in, like, NBA, the youngest player to hit 1,000. Like, he's on a whole another level. I don't think anyone hits that. You don't um, think anybody upcoming no. hits that? Nobody. No. I still think Anthony Edwards has a chance, man. I thought about it. I don't. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Um, Evan was. Evan says, "Good night, fellas. Great show. Appreciate you, Evan." Pre, uh, John says, "Presses is staying close to Brunson in the paint. Boogeyman spotting up to behind him to help with the double teams." Yeah, uh, that's the thing with Hardenstein and Precious. That like during the losing streak, they were kind of clogging up the paint. Tonight, it looked way, way better. So, yeah. Um, S550 says that he can definitely take out the Celtics. Yeah, they can. Jay, what's going on in the chat? We back. We back up, man. It's a big win. Um, so. Pistons game, Chris. Evan Fournier, Quentin Grimes come back to Madison Square Garden. Grimes balling out in the fourth quarter. Fournier actually <laughs> hit a couple of big shots in that fourth quarter. Nick's got the benefit of the whistle. That was kind of the makeup call in Houston. The protest kind of, they denied it. So that's it. They denied it. Yeah. They said. Right after that game, too. They were <laughs> like, oh, you guys got that back. All right, we're good now. They said, here's your gift. The Detroit Pistons yeah. game. And Detroit, I don't even think, bothered protesting that game. But Evan Fournier gets booed by the by the New York Knicks fans. And, you know, after the game, Quentin Grimes was like, that's Knicks fans for you. Evan Fournier was a professional his whole time here. Don't understand why he got booed. Honestly, dope. I, I, why do you think Fournier got booed? I Honestly, look, I, I think Evan Fournier is a professional, you know, Obviously, in that locker room, and we, and we heard some of this, if you guys listen to the uh, Brunson and Hart podcast, they spoke on uh, Evan Fournier a bit. And they were like, that dude was always professional. He was always in practice, always, you know, doing what he had to do. A pro's pro, right? But let's not pretend that Evan Fournier didn't go all the way to France and start bad-mouthing the Knicks left and right, taking shots, you know, trying to force the Knicks hand to trade him, saying I'm being held hostage, all these things, right? Yeah. So while he was a pro's pro, and look, clearly he had a, he had an impact on Jalen Brunson, Josh Hart, and others in that locker room with his professionalism. But the Knicks fans were booing him because of those reasons, man. Like, one, yeah. when he did get a chance to go out there, he didn't do anything for us. And then two, you trashed the, the Knicks team halfway across you know the country so what did he expect i think that's that's what triggered knicks fans and that's why they booed him because he 
I forgot what he said exactly, but he wasn't too thrilled about the whole Knicks situation. But at the end of the day, the Knicks gave you this heck of a contract, and Grimes came in and outplayed you. It is what it is. You sat on the bench. You were were you a professional at times? Yeah, but for Grimes to say that's Knicks fans for you, like, yeah. look, we don't boo somebody unless we feel slighted by them. Like, look, are are there like fans that will boo anybody? Yeah, but yeah, that's not sure. you know me who's just gonna boo. Like, I wouldn't I wouldn't have booed Fournier, but. That's that's why I think he did get booed because he went to France, he talked all that all that crap, and Knicks fans were like, "Look," and may, maybe they're booing him for the contract. I don't know, but yeah, I think I agree with you on the. Uh... Michael says because just, of the statements he made about the trade situation. Uh, yeah, I mean that's yeah. part of it too, but but I just think uh, Grimes in us in a sense is a little kind of like like tone deaf like. I'm sure he knew the situation. I'm sure he knew what he, you know, what Evan Fournier said. So I'm kind of surprised Grimes would take that stance. Maybe it's just a little bit out of context, but I'm actually surprised Grimes came out that way. I'm not because Quentin Grimes looked like he was pissed off all game long that the Knicks <laughs> traded him. And after that game, a lot of Knicks fans were saying we should have kept Grimes again and, and, you know, and whatnot. But he looked like he was pissed off and he wanted to win that game. But look, so that's why I think. Grimes was pissed. He, so. he definitely uh, came close to uh, winning that game for Detroit, for Detroit. So I'm not even gonna say anything. Yeah, that was uh, yeah, that was that was that was that was a big win for the Knicks. Um, anything else around the NBA, Chris? You wanted to touch on what's going on in the league? What do we no, got man, tonight? What are the that, scores tonight? That Celtics game, man, winning by fifty was insane. Philly won, man. Philly won tonight. Um, Orlando beat Detroit. So it's looking like all the teams that are bunched up in the East are winning. You know, Orlando yep. beat Detroit. Toronto's starting to knock on the door for that play-in. Indiana lost to the Spurs. So that's huge news. That's big. But, yeah, we got to just – look, one game at a time. Next game is at Atlanta, versus Atlanta at, at home for the New York Knicks. Um, Yeah, man. Guys are starting to come back. Ananobi, Randall, Brunson. Got some good Brunson news and whatnot. Chris, um, and all of you guys in the, in the, in the channel, a couple of channel announcements. I want to thank our members. So far, we only have one member, S550. Appreciate you supporting the channel. But if you guys want to support, you can do so by becoming a member for as low as $2.99 a month. It helps us support the channel, helps us do what we love. Really appreciate you if you guys were to do that. Or you can just you know keep on doing what you're doing and just being in here and supporting and listening to us chop it up about the New York Knicks and these past couple of months on the audio side, we've hit, you know, our, our all time high records on the audio side on Apple, Spotify. So if you guys can do that, you guys can just type in Knicks nation podcast. You'll see Chris and I's face on the Apple <laughs> and Spotify. And that just, just follow the episode. And these past couple of months have been great for us. We're really growing as a channel and that's due to you guys, man. We all, we always appreciate Knicks fans in here and, um, yeah, just keep on supporting, man. Can't do it without appreciate, you guys, man. Appreciate you all, man. Yeah. We do these for you guys, and you know this is a this is our passion, man. We love yeah. the Knicks. We obviously want to want to share any Knicks news, and we're in this together with you guys, you know. So really appreciate everybody out there supporting us, and nothing but love. Likewise, John said, "I'm glad Brunson is okay and should be back the next 
game. Hopefully, knee bruise is what they're calling it. We shall see. <laughs> Next game, MRI results tonight, maybe tomorrow. But, yes, John, always appreciate you in here supporting. S550 says, happy to support my favorite Knicks stream and channel. Love that, S550. Love that as well. All right, Chris, let's wrap it up, man. This was fun. Another episode in the books, good, man. man. I feel a lot. I feel a lot better than I did when we started this pod, man. <laughs> I do. I really, I really do too. This has been fun. Episode thirty-eight in the books. We'll be back doing this every single Sunday. Appreciate every single one of you. As always, it is. Let's go, Knicks. Let's Catch you guys go, next Knicks. Week. I'm Anthony. That is Chris. I'm Chris. We'll catch you guys later. Peace. Peace. Thanks for listening. Please hit that follow button to stay updated with our latest episodes. And we also greatly appreciate those five-star reviews. For you video enthusiasts out there, head over to our YouTube channel to catch the podcast in video form. YouTube.com slash Nation. You'll find all the relevant links conveniently listed in the show notes below. See you next time.